Hey, this is Jacob and Shane of Thunderwolf Podcast. A quick message before you begin this episode. Some things have changed since we recorded and released it. So at the end of this episode, disregard. We're no longer part of Magic Squirrel Network, and our new link to merchandise is teespring.com slash awoo. That's teespring.com slash A-A-W-O-O. So enjoy. Welcome to Thunderwolf Podcast, the show that inspired Alfred Hitchcock to eat his Wheaties. I said Hitchcock. <laughs> We're here in the spare bedroom studio. I'm Jacob Serber Berber. Producer Kim is with us, as always. But some very bad news I must break to you all. Shane isn't here with us anymore as he spontaneously combusted late last night. He was found. Um, he was found as a smoldering corpse, not unlike Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. So we must extend a moment of silence for him and his family. But in his stead, the legend, the first man to buy a Thunderwolf T-shirt, Calvin McCoolahan oh, Miller. What's up? Today's show, show? show must go on. Oh, dude. Today's show is going to go on. We're going to talk about something that we've been vibing on pretty hard before this uh, starting starting on the mic today. Social media stories, influence, and maybe if there's time, get into potato farming. We hadn't really talked about that yet. But sure. we've, we've been, let you guys know a little bit about where we've been this morning. Uh, we've been, what, talking about social media um, several stories that we have that we brought in specifically to talk about, yep. um, talking about AI, the uh, what inflation, the what I don't I don't even know what to call it, the uh, conglomerate of hate yeah. <laughs> that has become That's I guess social word. media. Yep. Um, so I I know usually we try to keep it you know back and forth with some stuff, but we're just kind of diving on this one. Just going through it. Um, there was a story that you brought in, Calvin, that you sent it over uh, to text message that you said would be a cool topic to bring up right. and how it turned out today with you know Shane being dead and all. You're here. and uh, So we're going to talk about this and bring your story in if you wanted to, to kind of highlight that in. Yeah, and we've got so Kim pull that up. I was scrolling through Instagram and I stumbled upon this post about this girl and this is what brought me to think about you know the influence of social media right. and people having like on their followers and all that kind of thing and again for the people out there we are starting heavy and staying there yeah. today and it says malaysian teen believed to have jumped to death after her instagram poll now she apparently put up a poll on her instagram yeah. asking her followers if she should take her own life or not and i guess at the time that she did commit suicide it was at i think 82 percent were saying like yeah you should kill do yourself it. yeah do it and she did it 
and I was just blown away that that she followed through, or that yes, people did it. Like, I mean, in a joking sense, I yeah. can see people like, "Yeah, do it," like being stupid, but to actually do it and commit yourself to it, I'm like, I'm just, I was baffled. No, I think this is the the one because you sent that over. You sent over a screenshot, so we went and found the article uh, through Google. It was what well, she was sixteen, right? Yeah, sixteen, 16. Malaysian. Um, I know when we were reading the story beforehand, all those yeses and what what was the implication? Did was there like lawyers and what did they say? They said that the people who voted yes could be held responsible or something. Yes, they could be tried for. Well, let me see what the right term is. Those who voted for the teenager to die could be guilty of abetting suicide. See, that's so crazy, isn't it? But once the poll had finished, it was at, I think, 89% said live. So everybody had switched it up. Right. But they think once that, because, I mean, the poll lasted for 24 hours. So it was like when she did it, the spread of the story led people to go to her page and vote yes. like Save. I see what you mean. Yeah. Vote yes. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And Dude, there's so much to unpack in that. So much. Dude, oh my god. And this is kind of what we wanted to start with. Uh, like we said, a little bit darker than normal. Uh, we're kind of feeling it. It's a real rainy day right now. Yeah, You're going to hear this on Tuesday, and God knows it's still going to be raining. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but we we wanted to start with this one. There's there's so many different things I think to unpack in this. Mm-hmm. One, a 16 year old girl feeling like killing herself. Two, reaching out then to what the social media world, right. strangers, it's saying, should I kill myself? Right. Should Be- I end this all? People that she has probably, majority, never spoke to, said know she existed. or seen in, yeah. her, in her life. Yeah. She took the advice of and Having followed an what they of. said. Yes. Then you have the people who are participating in that, whether they said yes or no, they're right. participating, and that's something to talk about. The people who said yes, the people who said no, the legal implications. So... I think starting at the beginning, 16-year-old girl wanting to kill herself. I don't think that is too uh, out there. Right. I don't I don't think suicide in and of itself is something that uh, is rather I think, new. I think at the age of maybe between like 16, 19, you kind of you kind of hit that lull. Yeah. Like I would say like high school is coming to yeah, an let's end. Let's get uh, like, stats up on that. Like, it's just a down period right. in your life. And I think almost everybody goes through that. You're not, that's natural. Yeah, you haven't psychologically or physiologically developed to a point where you can handle a lot of information, right. a lot of life. And now those are the people primarily who are using the social media to get the most information right. and dissonance and uh, suicide facts. Yeah, I wanted to see about, like, numbers there. Uh, depression affects 20 to 25 percent Americans age 18 plus every day 123 um, doesn't say anything specific to the age that I'm seeing right there age 15 there it is suicide is the second leading cause of death in the world for those aged 15 to 24 years second leading cause wow I don't know what the first is it's texting while driving saved (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely Uh, suicide among males is four times higher than among females wow male deaths represent 79 that's not to make it gendered but or biologically sexed. I don't right. want to conflate the two of those words. But 16-year-old killed herself. Suicide is, is pretty common, it looks like. Yeah. Second leading cause of death. And she did it. 
She did it. She from the, what was it? How did she do it? It said. Did you I think say she said that she jumped to her death? I don't know jumped if it was like death. off of a bridge, a building, some a cliff, like jumped. yeah, from an elevated surface. So crazy, man. From the influence of an Instagram yeah. poll, I'm sure there were like things that led her to even get to that point where right. she was contemplating it. But to be the tipping point of a social media poll, yeah, I I was blown away. Just I, I have no words for it. I can't believe social media has that much influence right. on an individual that would commit them to take their own life. Right. And I, I you know I get like social media in itself is you know a double edged sword. Like you're gonna have those kind of influences, but you're also gonna have positive influences and yeah. people getting their stories out there and helping other people. I mean, if it wasn't for social media today. What podcasts probably wouldn't be what they are yeah. by any means. No, it's it's and and it's true. And it's I think it's a healthy uh, a healthy perspective to look at the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I read I was reading a story once, and it was talking about how the bad things tend to be more prevalent in our memory than the good things. Um, an example, a hypothetical was like, say you're a book author, you're a signer, right? You're you're an author. You're at a book signing. You're signing it. There's a long line, and there was a hundred people and every one of those hundred people up the 99 of them in one after another. Wow. You're so great. Calvin, you're the best author in the world. I love you. You've helped me, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The hundredth person stabs you. Well, pretty extreme, right? It's <laughs> yeah, a pretty bad a, thing. A bit, yeah. Are you going to remember every one of those hundred things or are you going to remember the bad thing? Now that's an obviously a very, extreme examples just right. putting that out there but even if that last hundredth person were to be like your book was fucking terrible yeah like you're gonna remember you're trash those words nothing about you is special you're terrible and you've hurt me you're gonna remember that right right and that's so why but in the same sense if you had 99 people tell you that you're you know nothing mm-hmm. and then one person say hey i think you're amazing you're probably going to remember that one person saying that you're amazing. Yeah, and it's an interesting thought. Um, what and how would that affect you then? If you had that one 99 people tell you to jump off a building and one person didn't, you are you going to remember that? It didn't look like that was the case in the the Malaysian girl. Yeah, and so it's like what what is the power of numbers? And it's a it's a really good point because I I really try to focus on the positive if. I just sit and think about all the things that are true and yeah. negative. Like I'll lose my mind. I'll make a a, a poll, <laughs> not to be <laughs> indecent at all, but like dark jokes aside, right. serious point on that. Um, Sixteen jumped off from a from an Instagram poll. Now, see that there are things like that that happen on. Uh, not that I participate, but I more or less hear them from friends who do or online stories. Four Chan, are you familiar? I know. I know of. Same. 4chan yep. and 8chan but i'm not yep. like they're like the underground reddits i guess right. forums for yeah. like fucked up people right. to go on and say anything there have been things like that on there or i killed my girlfriend do you want to see pictures and people are like <laughs> yeah and then they actually post pictures of like murder yeah. and it's like this is her head beheaded i killed her and like there have been i don't have any of those pulled up there uh kim if you want to search that we we can I mean, that's pretty dark, but... Yeah, we're going to get tracked by the FBI now. <laughs> they're they're sure. coming after. <laughs> um, but that, that's something that does exist. Right. And I think I think even that goes back to, why would people why would people say yes to it? Why would people say yes? 
I mean, there are so many things to try to even comprehend, to unpack on why they would say yes to a poll. You're talking like Joe Schmo who followed the girl. Yeah. Why did he vote yes? Why did he vote yes? Yeah. It, does, does he really want to see someone die? And he knows that there's no consequences for it or didn't, didn't think, think yeah. that there were consequences and maybe there aren't. Is it somebody who thinks it's a joke and the context is missing and they're like, ha, 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 I'm going to participate in this real edgy joke mm. and not understand the consequences were real? Was it somebody who themselves, that's how they felt in the moment, and then they just respond on... I I think ultimately the, the lack of tangible, uh, predictable consequences is what drives a lot of that, that behavior, isn't it? Would you would you agree like there's what's what's going to happen if I get on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and say some sort of hate speech? Say some sort of like you should kill yourself. Well, I mean there's some oh, yeah. history that, you know, I'll be blocked. I was going to say you'd be done, like you'd be shut down right there. Given I guess my context maybe, maybe maybe throw that in there. But what other what other consequences there for me to get on there on your page? Let's say you and your wife post a picture. And I got in there and said, I hate you. You should all fucking die. Socially, I suppose, I'll get blocked, I guess. Right. But, but uh, outside of the digital era. What does I that think. actually do? And I'm posting on a picture, so I'm not actually talking to you. Because I, <laughs> I don't think the kind of person who would say that on a social media picture would be the same kind of person. I wouldn't imagine the same person to say that. Like if I saw you and your wife at like a park, walk yeah. up and I hate you. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine that I would do that right. or that kind of person would. So is it lack of consequence? I don't know. I don't know. I, there's no, yeah, there's no repercussion to it. Yeah. Like anybody can say anything about anything and nothing yeah. will happen. Or and you'll just get a big following, I guess. Right. Blocked or big following. But then there's also like, I mean, the social media influence of, I'm sure you've heard about it. The James Charles. Oh man, was it Tati Westbrook? I think Tati and uh, Jeffrey Star, right? I is that is his name? No, James Charles. No, the other guy, the no. other makeup dude. Apparently, I am. Oh, this is not. This one is not my specialty. No, I know you've heard I'm, a little I'm, bit more. I think yeah, than I, me. I I do not follow either. Is I it am Jeffrey? Not yeah, Jeffrey Star is the other makeup dude. He I'm was involved big. in this. Is he? Yeah, is that's he that's him. That's his picture there. Um. He he's another makeup dude, or I don't know if dude is the right dude is non gender non sexual. Yeah, sure. Fuck you if you think uh, Jeffrey Star was one of the other ones who called out this James Charles. But you were saying I want to hear wait, what <laughs> what what will be the best for me? I think is hearing what you know of the situation oh, against what I've had. A girl told me. Did a girl tell you? No, I saw it just all over so like, you read it. the Instagram Explorer page. I, I asked a friend because I was like, I don't know any of this. Can you explain some of the drama to me? I don't me? even know. I guess I don't know what pushed this Tati or however you say her name, this girl, to make this video. But, I mean, she just aired out all of his dirty laundry and just went off. And then I was seeing you know posts about literally like his follower account just dropping drop rapidly i mean i think he lost like six million followers or something like that crazy which i'm not big on i think i have like maybe i think i have just over 100 friends on facebook yeah like, i don't care about numbers but to be that big of a person and have millions of people following you and Go then 
just done. Apparently, uh, Kim just pulled that up. James Charles claps back at Toddy Westbrook's Ooh. allegations with facts and receipts. Oh, that's on Newsweek and People. This is this See, is this, news. This yeah. is the news, dude. <laughs> this is the power of social media. Yes. That this bullshit is news. Um, but what was the situation from well, you know, with James Charles, he aired, he did something wrong and then Toddy aired it, right? Yeah. Do we know what exactly he did? No, I have no idea. Someone out there, please DM us and let yeah. us know, tweet at us. Uh, from what I gathered, it was, he was sexually assaulting straight men or was really weird to men. I James did, Charles I was. did see that. Like some some guy is a straight guy. He was a babysitter. He tweeted out like, "Yeah, does anybody need a babysitter or something?" And then James Charles responded and said, "Suddenly I'm seven years old and my parents had left for a month." And then the guy tweeted back to him and said, "Suddenly I'm not a babysitter anymore." <laughs> I thought it was great. Yikes! <laughs> no, that is that is really funny. And I just I don't I don't understand, man. The celebrity culture has never been something that I've paid attention to um we're scrolling through it touches westbrook's allegations that charles manipulates straight men by forcing them to question their sexuality what what does that even mean is that even possible i don't know i mean isn't everything a manipulation like let's look at that thought isn't everything a manipulation isn't me seeing you in line at speedway and i glare at you isn't that manipulating you isn't that me telling you that i'm angry or i'm dominant or i'm isn't that yeah, a manipulation? you're changing the way that i i think about you is it me saying you know hello I mean? to you a manipulation like seriously if we're going to be using manipulation so wild and nilly let's look at every example that it any can be. salesman would be a manipulator I'm jumping, I guess, because I don't even know the full story. I'm just right. <laughs> clinging to definitions because that, that shit pisses me off. Manipulate straight men by forcing them to question their sexuality. Hey, have you ever been with a man? No? You want to? Manipulation. <laughs> like, is That's that... what I'm saying. Like, if Is it even possible if somebody is straight, right? can they be manipulated into being, I guess, bi-curious? Right. Or would you have to be bi-curious to venture to be... into... To, to look that route, even right. first and foremost. See, and that's where some of that, I think a lot of that comes down, I think, and I'm no fucking psychologist, yeah. but I think that comes down to a lot of personal, what, your conviction, your personal constitution and integrity. Yeah. Like, do you know yourself? If you don't know who you are, if you don't know what you want, if you don't know what you don't want, then you can easily be taken advantage of, right? Like or manipulated. Or manipulated. Like I mean, I've been in I've been in the line at Arby's, right? And I wanted a roast beef and cheddar. And they said, Do you want a Jamoka shake? And I thought, Oh man, do I want a Jamoka shake? Do, do I, I want one? Uh sir, do you want a Jamoka? Yeah, yeah, I do. Is that manipulation? Because it's a hard sale because they're assuming I want it, or I guess that wouldn't be hard sale, but they're asking me. They're at add-on hey do you want to or hey you get this with it isn't yeah. that manipulation too i was gonna say manipulation can be used very broadly right so if i knew that i didn't want that if i knew that i had no interest in a jamoka shake at arby's which they are not a sponsor but hit us up arby's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh if i if i knew i didn't want that and somebody asks me do you want this i don't interpret that as manipulation or them doing anything with malice i feel like it's from a perspective of 
They're a business. I'm a consumer. I'm giving them money. They're asking me if I want to give them more money for a product or a service, et cetera. And I say, no, I don't think that's wrong of them. Right. So when it comes to like, I don't know, my very limited understanding, and I didn't do a lot of research on this one. Um, I honestly didn't care a lot about the, the, from what I saw, I like talking about it, but I didn't have the, the details to it. Um, I, I, I just, I don't agree that asking somebody if they want something is manipulation, I guess. I right. guess that's, I agree that. fully. I, I don't, I don't see how that could fall under manipulation. Yeah. I do not. Unless. Not that I'm taking like James Charles side on this. Cause, Cause I, mean, I, don't I really know. don't know what happened. Right. Yeah, James Charles did nothing wrong. We have uh, T-shirts coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be real good. Someone's going to take that out of context yep. now. And Thunderwolf supports <laughs> child rapist James Charles. And then you're going to lose millions of followers. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lose down all to like 10 of 10 them. 10 million. So, but nonetheless, we wanted to talk about that too because that is still social media That's, influence. Yep. That story that broke created another conversation, another ripple in what was happening in the social media. I mean, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. When that shit went down, I couldn't not see it. Right. It was everywhere. It was as big as Pearl Harbor. And like, I mean, there were videos like he's got like his own like makeup palettes yeah. and stuff like that. And there were videos of girls, well, for the most part, throwing them in the trash can. Right. Like kind of like on it was the, the Nike the, thing all over again, wasn't ex- it? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. And I I uh, text my wife because she actually has a James yeah. Charles palette. I oh was no. like, they better throw that shit out. Yeah, and you did. So no, she didn't. Oh god, because dude, now I, you're a hit with any. They're gonna come any after thought you. process. I'm like, he's already got the money for it. She's already paid right. for it. Why throwing it away does nothing. Like it's at a, all. It's a protest. Yeah. No, I, she paid for it. She's gonna use it. That was smart for her. I mean, to to that point, and I guess I never, I didn't put it together until you brought it up. It was exactly the same thing. People paid this for the product because they liked it. Or rather, they liked the personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know much about makeup either. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> two guys. We are. are <laughs> here we are treading along in waters we do not know. We have no boat. We have no rows. We're just swimming along. Yep. And there are, there are angry gators. I was just going to say, I feel waters. like we're in, we're in dangerous territory. We're in right muddy here. waters now. <laughs> So let's keep speculating. It was the it was the same though. Like the all the people, Colin Kaepernick, burn his jersey. I bought this. I bought this and paid the NFL for the licensing exactly. merchandise. And, like, and what, I'm gonna burn it. What does the point of burning it do besides give you a video to right. post on social media? It does nothing for the influence. The of. company's already got their money. Like they could care less what you do with it. And is it does it come down to what can you do? Does it come down to that point? When you, as the consumer or the person pissed off or the conspiracy theorist or the rationalist or the religious or the non or does, whatever it comes down to, it doesn't matter. Does it come down to that question of what do I do? And is that the only thing that people can do? What can, some, what can somebody who doesn't want to participate with Kaepernick, what can they do? I guess they can turn off their TV, they can get rid of their stuff. And then is the question, well, if I don't watch the TV, the football game anymore, and I just have this stuff and I want to get rid of it, might as well burn it and make a video if I'm going to go ahead and destroy it. Sell it. Sell it and make money, I guess. But then you're, what, profiting off of someone else who's going to, who'd buy it though, right? 
who's going to buy that Kaepernick thing? Somebody who's going to support him. So you can't can't do that because then True. someone else is going to wear it. And right. then it's like, well, my protest means nothing. I guess the idea I of democracy. I, I'm not arguing for or against. I think it's dumb as hell. I, I oh, agree with sure. you. I think burning the Nike stuff, burning the, uh, or I guess returning, destroying. I saw some destroyed pictures of the makeup palette. Mm-hmm. People Almost smashed girls like yeah, smashed the powders yeah. in and stuff, and I was like, well, I mean, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, you just wasted sixty bucks right there. Right, just yeah. take out a fifty and a sharpie, write James Charles on it, exactly. and light it on yeah. fire. It's the exact Participate same thing. in the protest. It's. Uh, I'm gonna start doing the, that. The, the social media influence because this guy did something and this girl didn't like it. Right now he has lost, I mean, followers. Which yeah, then YouTube money like. I'll you do my best money for to follow up on this and read into it more, so I'm more versed and maybe can bring uh, it up. Well, as now, a now story. I'm intrigued since you said that he has a facts and receipts. Oh yeah, thing. now there's like now I'm like okay, I'm call in, out like, snapback. <laughs> James I'm Charles in. is in. <laughs> yeah. Now it's going to be the new pay per view fight. Yeah, we don't need a yeah right. <laughs> who are the uh, Pacquiao and who was pa- it? Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather. Pa- yeah, yeah, when that was a big thing. Now it's. Which of the YouTube stars will uh, clash now? Westbrook versus Charles. Oh man, it's that, all entertainment. Would though, that be? Isn't it? Would that be okay? If them two fought, like physically? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know the ranking and the hierarchy of uh, of oppression and yeah. privilege. I don't know if a. I think from what I've gathered. Still, just muddy waters the whole way through. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of bites on this one. Uh, I think that he is a gay man. Yes. And I think Toddy is not a gay man. I think it is a woman. Yep. From what I've gathered. And I believe straight. Hard woman. to tell anything these days. And Don't assume. Can they fight? Can a straight woman and a gay man, are they on the same level of right. privilege? And, and this is a oppression? very effeminate man. Like yeah, I saw the, I saw the dress. He looked really... He looked pretty. Yeah, that Jeffrey Star one. I was like, well, that's I like think Jeffrey Star looks Jeffrey? like a yeah. Jeffrey is like J J E F F R E. I think James Charles though in that one with like that fishnet shirt. I was like, I mean, he is a pretty guy. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Okay. Like, all right, that makeup's really working. All for right, me. I need to go buy a, one of these <laughs> discount palettes <laughs> from Dollar General yeah, now that they're sure. I was gonna say it'll be on it'll be on sale now. Definitely. TJ Maxx. Yeah. We'll get a whole box load of them and then people will sell and then people will like him because they're great makeup at yeah. a low price and then he'll be he'll be right back man how ridiculous but the influence i mean to the point we're having a conversation about it we're talking we are influencers having a conversation about the influence of another media two guys who have never bought a single thing of makeup in their life not that i believe i i bought some eyeliner okay very minimal yeah are talking about these two makeup creator people right. like that's how the big conversation that influence is yeah is that two guys who have no business in that yeah conversation are now having their own conversation about it wouldn't that be funny to just like fly in the wall or like a squirrel on a tree in a hunting like two redneck dudes <laughs> who have never like hey did you see that uh that pretty boy <laughs> in the fish fella? yeah i don't know much about it but <laughs> i wonder how how widespread it goes if like deep like completely unrelated organizations speak about this stuff where yeah. they go, hey, just give me another beer. Yeah. Fuck this. I think it's probably the fuck this, but it's funny to think about two hunters and two oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> talking right. about two makeup gay boys. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Um, another another uh, social 
media influencer, someone who else died. Grumpy oh, Cat. Yes. Grumpy Cat. That was really sad. Dude, that's like Grumpy man, Cat was one of the OGs. Th- I man. was just gonna say, like one of the first ones that started it all. D- do you were you aware of meme culture back well, like twenty eleven, twenty I don't think 10, I really 11, started. 12 is when I started paying attention to me. See, I was way later. I want to say maybe even like 2017. Really? I really started seeing it. Like, that's when it took hold for me. I remember I was at, I was at Ball State. Um, it was 2012, 2011, 2012 was when I went um, for the one year. And then I became a dropout. I <laughs> graduated to dropout level. Nice. And, uh. Memes were really big. I I was always on Meme Center, which was one of the early that I knew of at least uh, meme websites. It was like an, like an iFunny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but back OG. So you had you know the socially awkward penguin. You had Brian. You oh, had yeah. The old mm. school memes that went out, and that's where I learned what meme was. I had a professor. Uh, I think was it. Oh, I can't remember which professor it was. It was one of the uh, the theater professors that I had talked about what a meme was and how it comes from. Do you know the word? Do you know where it comes from? No. Meme is mimetic. It means viral of the mind. So a meme is something that exists and it's quickly picked up. It's uh, spread like a virus, like mm-hmm. viral videos. Those are mimetic. They're memes. And that's what those exist. They're little pieces of our culture, our ideas, thoughts, etc., that are easily recognizable and transferred from person to person. Uh, so they're memes. And that's what's become the world. And Grumpy Cat was one of them. Yep. One of the original... He was only seven years old. Seven. She, actually, she? I found out. Yeah. Uh, we've got the story pulled Shame up here. Shame on me. Grumpy Cat, the blue-eyed cat with the withering stare and permafrown that suggested perpetual irritation, has died. Her family announced early Friday. She was seven. Uh, her real name was Tartar Sauce. How cute hmm. is that? Grumpy Cat wasn't always Grumpy Cat, the story reads. This is from NPR. When she was a kitten, she was named Tartar Sauce. But before she was even a year old, a photo of her concave, grouchy look. And here's what. It was the result of an underbite... And feline uh, dwarfism. She had wow. dwarfism in her skull, which caused her jaw to not form properly. So it was an underbit. So she always looked like she was grumpy. Result of an underbite made her famous, and her new name took hold. And she was one of the original and uh, Reddit user 2013. She's Grumpy Cat was from back in 2013, one of the OG meme lords. The uh, a living meme lord who has helped usher in the death of the human fucking species. Fucking right. It's, I mean, that's a whole nother hour long discussion of that. I mean, hell. Which is what we were, yeah, watching we were, right before we uh, we George, started this. George morning. Orwell. Yeah, the Orwellian Nightmare of '84. Yeah, gotta get that book. I uh, I've decided I'm going to start posting that video every day. Uh, call it poor man's, you know, intellectualism or whatever. But the video uh, I'm referencing is from Metal Gear Solid 2, which is a video game made by Hideo Kojima with Konami in 2011. No, 2001. Was it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was two decades. You're right. 2001. Uh, The ending details, and not to spoil the uh, video, but watch it. The 
it details the prediction of uh, AI, social media, um, censorship. The, yeah, the censorship, um, creating context, what that even means. So we were talking about that with uh, how memes work. And memes, the video does a great job describing, um, almost replicate genetics in that what is a gene? A gene is a uh, is a is a device for reproduction to reproduce some bit of information, right? Yeah. That's that's so it's it's like a meme, and memes have that same concept for ideas, memories, history, laughs, etc. So the vi- the video is really cool. Um, I don't think I'm doing a great job explaining w- the importance of it, but I said uh, Grumpy Cat was one of the OGs that ho- helped <laughs> usher in the demise of the human race. Um, what do I, what do I even mean by that? The demise, I mean, the, the social media demise of the Western civilization. Yeah. I guess it's just that, isn't it? it. Yeah. The, uh, but I'm a, I'm a lunatic, you know, conspiracy theorist kind of guy. Yeah. You just have to write all those off. (laughs) Yeah. You go, well, he thinks one thing that I (laughs) disagree with. So it's, it's all. Don't take my word for it. Just think, I mean, it's. But what if? Yeah. What if? And that's another thing we talked about. Yeah. What ifs? And the, I think the what if, the hypothetical game is fun. It's very fun. But it, it, if you don't, if you're not mindful to stop questioning what if, what if, what if, what if, then I guess you don't pay attention to what is. Mm-hmm. And I think what is is all we can do. Um, I, the, one of the examples I gave you was uh, Elon Musk has said in a popular video of, uh, of whether or not we are in a simulation. And he said, well, we have the technology now to create things that are indifferential between reality and our creations. We can create images. Was that, that kind of like, like a augmented reality? Yeah, I think. That kind of thing? Yeah. Au- augmented reality. Um, there's, there's an AI bot now. I can't remember the name of it. Um, who is creating fake people, fake pictures, like fake profile pictures completely created not taking like eyes from one person and Mm -hmm. merging them to another from scratch creating faces that when you see the pictures you can't tell if they're real pictures or not wow you you, there is there is literally zero inconsistencies to the pictures to go i don't know if that's a photo someone took or if a computer made it that's pretty scary. I was just going to say that's that's, that's pretty scary terrifying, in isn't a it? Sense, yes. A- the AIs who can eventually uh now that they have all of our genes and memes and social cognitiveness, uh social consciousness from years of social media extrapolation can now create fake people, yeah. literally fake people to interact with and their AIs and then who controls them? The AI or the company that made the AI. So that's some thoughts there. But if the world cannot be determined, whether it is our world or this created illusion world, this digital age, then what is the chance that we aren't in a simulation? And it's like one in a billion. Yeah. Because you you future project predict where we are at, how the technology's grown to where we what we can and cannot do, so our limitations of ability. And then what happens next? Well, 
it becomes indeterminable. So if if everything could be a simulation, and most likely is, then it becomes a moot point, though. That's the resolution to that thought, to that scary paradox of existentialism is, well, I guess it doesn't matter. What if? What if it does? It's like, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What if? Because it always just puts me like in a trance almost. Because yeah. I sit here and I'm just like. <laughs> just imagine like, what if. Exactly. What if, like what I'm if. not like staring at you, just like zoning. Yeah. Just into really what if. Yeah. And so that, and that becomes the big what if. And that's why I, I try, I try so hard to stick to the positive now. Because why not? Mm-hmm. Because if everything is negative, then what does it matter if I choose to be positive? What does it matter? And maybe that's the attitude. Maybe that's what's always worked, and that's why we've always done it that way, or most likely, or why you know, large organizations, communities, religions push that narrative, that rhetoric of just do the right thing. Yeah. Like, none of it matters, so just do the right thing. And in a sense, I see it as, you know, maybe it doesn't matter, but to me personally, like, I block out so much negativity. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've cut people out of my life, like without thinking twice about it. I've yeah. never spoken a word to them again, just cause I'm like, you are a very negative person. I didn't give them a reason as to why I wasn't talking to them anymore. Yeah. I literally just stopped responding. And over time they stopped reaching out. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on positive things and I don't need this negativity to linger. Yeah. So it becomes, linger it man. becomes a choice. you, you felt like their influence of you, that negativity, if I'm getting this right, mm-hmm. was changing who you were, right? Yeah. And how you thought, how you responded, how you acted. So you made some choices, some changes, and you eliminated them. So you knew what you wanted. You did not want that Jamoka shake that they were pushing down your exactly. throat. So you cut them out. Yep. So you, you took the responsibility to not allow that negativity, that influence, that manipulation to take hold of you. So where's the line? You know, should they, should they not be negative? Should, or should they be who they are and you can choose your way? Exactly. That's the option too. like be who you want to be, but it doesn't vibe well with me. So therefore bye. Do you think someone said that to Hitler? I've always wondered about that phrase. Be you. Do you think someone said be you? And he went, you know what? Hell yeah. (laughs) Fucking right, I You know will. what? Yeah. I am going to be Hitler. <laughs> God damn. I, you are, you're right. I don't know. Where's the line of uh, inspiration? How's that not a yes for uh, jump out the window? Yeah, be you, Hitler. Yeah. Where does inspiration... <laughs> when inspiration goes wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun thought. But it's scary. It's... Uh, are you doomed out <laughs> out there? Oh, listeners, we got real dark. Yeah. Um, but I think I think this is good conversation. I think it's good topics. I guess for why? Because it's enjoyable. Because um, it's something we're dealing with. We don't really have a solution. I think Just to the negativity of social media. It's something different. Yeah. To talk about like what is it every day? You're not going up to somebody and like, hey man, what if like you play hypotheticals like, hey, what if it just started raining? Something weird right now, like right. that kind of thing. Or what if I won the lottery? That's always a fun one. Yeah. But in that depth of it to like existence as an entirety, I think is different. I think I like that thought. Yeah. I like the conversation of it. Uh, I think more than anything else, that's why I participate. 
is the thought mm-hmm. exercise of pushing myself to go, I could be wrong about this thought. Right. Maybe I am, maybe I'm right about it, but let's explore it and, and discover. Um, a lot of the hypotheticals end up being a Black Mirror episode, I think. Do you watch the show? Oh, yeah. I love Black Mirror. Something I learned last night, which is very Black Mirror, which is not a hypothetical. No. This is a real thing that you, when I brought this up to you, you said you knew about it. Yep. I have, I guess, uh, refused information, not participated, ex- excluded it, something to the point that I had no idea about this. Um, it's the social credit system in China, I think is the only place where it's at right now. Um, if you haven't heard of this, this is not in our fake news bit. <laughs> this is not this is a joke. Yeah. This is not a what if. This is a Black Mirror episode coming to real life. Um, it's the, by 2020, the social credit system is designed, something developed by the national Chinese government. Uh, it's a reputation system. And by 2020, it is intended to be the standard for assessing citizens and business economic and social reputation or their social credit. So uh, what what I understood last night is that this is digitally tied into people's lives, into their social media, to their bank accounts, to their jobs, everything. to each other, to literally everything. And the system will be a one, I'm reading this from uh, Wiki here, the system will be a one unified system and there will be a single system-wide social credit score for each citizen by and business. Um, in 2018, some restrictions had been placed on citizens, which state-owned media described as the first step towards creating a national social credit system. So the idea is that everything is related to your social standing, to your score. And if you post you know, pro-Chinese government uh, quotes, your social score goes up. You post pictures of your cat or whatever's deemed appropriate, mm-hmm. it goes up. You You post... The good things, you get more points. You post bad things, speak out against the government, decide, hey, this is not right. What happened at Tiananmen Square, China, was bullshit. Boom, you go down. You get negative points. And everyone can see your points. So you're sitting here, and I'm sitting here watching you, Calvin, and you have a 430 score. And I've got a 780. You're killing it. I shouldn't be seen with you. Right. And that, uh, and, and how gets, dare you sit at the same table as me? Right. Because I'm a good citizen, and you're not recreating pariahs, but for the government. And it goes into that Black Mirror episode of she can't rent a car, yeah, because her score dropped so yep. much. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, it controlled. She was trying to get, I think, a house or like an apartment at the time, and she needed, I think, like a four point eight out of five stars. Yeah. And she was at like four point five, something like that. So she had to do things to get that score higher. But as the episode went on, her score ended up dropping. And yeah. like she was hitchhiking, hitchhiking with a semi driver because she couldn't get a car. Yep. Like, and it was crazy. And to hear like China is implementing this. Yeah, it's <sighs> implemented. It is happening. It's not like, oh, they're thinking about it. Right. This is going on now. So what if you had a, have a bad day and you look at somebody wrong? Well, the t- tough and then luck, somebody man. rates you lower. Tough luck. You got rated loader. You should not give someone a bad look because that's a bad citizen thing to do. How crazy <laughs> is that? Uh, I I seriously, when I first heard this, I thought, 
fake news. Like yeah, talking like about no, this like on no the podcast. Way. There's no way this is done. But it is. Implementation by the Chinese government. Um, social credit system is an example of China's top level design approach. Yeah. Um, unclear whether or not the system will work as envisioned by 2020. Yeah, you don't think everyone's going to kill themselves as a revolt? Right. You think that's not? In 2013, uh, Supreme People's Court of China started a blacklist of debtors with roughly 32,000 names. The list has since been described as the first step towards a national social credit system by state-owned media. So you want to talk about how good the, uh, you know, I hated this, uh, I don't know, the road construction. You're, you're out. You're done. Yeah. Your social score drops. Good luck getting a house. Good luck buying food. Exactly. When everything comes digital and your money is associated to your digital score and your, you know, how much money the government gives you with your UBI, your universal basic income, and you have a low score, yeah, you're probably going to be diseased and die. So don't speak out. I think that's crazy, man. Um, and as far as I've read, because I, I heard this last night and I started reading it and I've read through this page um, and I want to I want to read more. I want to. Yeah. read. I mean, so I can understand. More. I feel like it encourages people to be better people, like to be nice and, you know, maybe hold a door open every once in a while. Like, yeah. That kind of thing, but you're taking it to too far of an extreme to where the, I want to say the longevity of somebody's life, but huge implications in their life can go bad. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. And you, and you cannot, and there's no stopping it. Uh, let's see a national online survey, uh, carried out between February and April, 2018 found that 80% of respondents are either somewhat approving or strongly approving the system. 19%. Uh, perceived the social credit in neutral terms, while 1% suggested that it was uh, disapproved. Guess who got started with a bad score? That 1%. Yeah, exactly. God, I can't, I can't even imagine when 84% the survey, being on board. How can 89. you say no to that? You know what I mean? How can you say, hey, Calvin, I'm the Chinese government, and you're a Chinese Calvin, and you have a score, and I'm going to give you things, perks, uh, maybe your coffee. That was the example a friend gave me. Maybe a coffee. One day, your social score is so good, and you go to the coffee store that you frequent, and hey, you get a free coffee. Thanks for being you, Chinese Calvin. Shisha. Keep it up. Then you have a bad day. Now we take more away from you. Right. And then we say, hey, you've seen the system and work. What do you think about the system? <laughs> you think you're going to say no? Yeah. You think when everything is associated to it, you're going to say, you know what? I don't, yeah, I don't think this. I mean, they already refuse to acknowledge. The Chinese government already re- refuses to acknowledge what happened at Tiananmen Square, which is but How do you get, how insane. would you get points back? I don't know. Uh, uh, I, like, would I, you I pay for it? Would you pay the government? Hey, raise my score. You got to do points? things. You got to, uh, what, work harder? Where so It's like, We've escaped the class system. That was the other one. And it's this is this is Animal Farm completely through and through. Black Mirror completely through and through. All pigs are equal. Except no, it was what? All animals. That's it. All animals are equal except the pigs are a little bit more equal. That's that's the quote from it. Did you read that book? Uh uh-uh. uh. There's another one for you. Animal Farm. Super good. I think. 
it talks exactly mean? about this. What do they mean by animals are a little more? Or the pigs, pigs saw that if they could rally up, so it's uh, it's a story between the against the farmers and the animals, and things exist in this world. The farmers are the farmers, the animals are the animals. You know how farmers and animals are, but in the story, the animals have consciousness. They can speak. They can communicate with each other, and they say, "Listen, it's about time we throw the system out. This isn't working anymore." The pigs say, we're all animals, and we're in this together, and we're all equal. And the farmers, they're animals too. We need to overthrow them. So the pigs rally them up, all the animals, get rid of the farmers. And the pigs say, great job, everyone. Listen, we're going to take the house because someone needs to. You animals stay out here. And they're like, what? I thought we were all equal. And they're like, yeah. well, we are. Don't think anything about it. We're... We're all equal. The pigs are just a little bit more equal. And so we get the house. Because we started the whole revolution, and you wouldn't be free without us, right. and now we have this. So you look at the caste system, this scoring in, in China. Everyone's equal, but the people with the better scores are a little bit more equal, and we're better citizens because of it. So we get more, and we get to take more from you. And you have to give us more because you're bad citizens. We're all, we're all equal citizens here. I think that could be one of the implications <laughs> of the system, and it's nuts. it's nuts. What do you do about that? Do you burn your Kaepernick jersey? Yeah. I, what do you do? How can you escape I that I was system? just going to say, where is the escape? I guess you write an online article and see if you kill yourself or not. It would, <laughs> it would literally be like a, a Yelp yeah. review about yourself, about yourself. from everywhere. And it and not just a Yelp review, but one that says, well, now you can't get a house anymore. Right. Now you can't get a car anymore. A credit score with a Yelp review. Yeah. Is what that is. Yeah. And how different is credit score than that? A lot. It's a lot different. But that system's already been developed, isn't it? It's already there. You're already tied to government, institutions, law, agreeing to pay this, to not pay this, your score rating, how well people respond to you. Is that good? Is it bad? Yeah, but I can make my payments on time and then give somebody the finger. Exactly. Fuck them. Exactly. So I'm it's still not a good same. person. You know? It isn't the same. I'll let in, somebody merge in front of me. In my opinion, at all. But the system's there. And it's crazy because we're all tied to it. Um, I saw a girl today on the way up, and I told you this little story. I wanted to hit it before we switch gears on our show today of being tied to the f social media to the phone. I was coming down uh, down the road I was driving and there was a girl walking her dog. And I think that's how everybody has always said that. There's somebody and they have their dog and there's the leash and they're walking the dog. And it was just a really interesting visual that I had never really put together before in that way. I don't know why it just hit me that that moment. She was walking the dog, but she was on her phone. And it looked to me as if the dog and she were both on leashes. And they were just walking, slowly meandering in the yard. The dog was in lead, sniffing around, head down. She was walking right behind the dog with the leash. Following the leash. Head down. And I just thought, wow, that's really interesting. And that is that is life now. Yeah. that is For most people, that is everything their day to day yeah and it's uh, i know we talked about it a little bit earlier the 
you know, whenever you're out anywhere. Yeah. Like, to me, my phone is never like out like, at restaurants. Yeah. And stuff, right? When you're out in public, like at a gathering of, you know, with different people mm-hmm. or friends, you're going out and doing something. My phone is a back thought because I mean, you know, people have asked me, how come you don't take pictures? Like, how come you don't post that many pictures? And I'm like, because I'm living in the moment. I don't right. think, hey, let me stop and take a photo of this because I'm like, I'm here. I'm living it. I'm going to have this memory. Yeah. And to me, like, the memories I have in my head are better than the pictures that I share on social media. Yeah. Which, I mean, makes me a boring person to follow on social media, but. You're not an influencer, dude. I'm not. I'm really not. You got to get that makeup palette going. I'm going to start one. I Just do some wild colors. Yeah. Just wild. I don't know how to put on makeup, but I'd wear it. Whatever you made. You could do a Thunderwolf makeup tutorial. Oh, that'd be cool. Like a David Bowie, but with Thunderwolf eyes. And just like, you have no idea what you're talking about saying, but you're doing it. Yeah. I I mean, I, I could do that. I could bullshit with the best of them uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's I wanna, do it all I right wanna, i want to see this okay video now. we've just decided we have to do it's a like thunderwolf a bad, uh, bad makeup tutorial <laughs> thunderwolf makeup to do our faces you're in this too we're gonna do we gotta get so okay here's here <laughs> here's, we go here's the thing we have to get our hands on a james charles makeup palette mm-hmm. we have to put makeup on our face so that we look like the wolf from thunderwolf the uh the art the the head art yeah right there on your shirt Easy, dude. Easy? Easy, dude. Yeah. I, I'm already starting my video. This is going to be easy. <laughs> Follow along. Um, I can't wait for this. It'll be fun. This will be. This will probably be another one of those things that we will never do, but <laughs> have a lot of fun thinking about it in the moment. What if? <sighs> what if? I mean, we've had a lot of what ifs today, but as I understand... Taking it actually out of the the deep and dark, the conspiracies, the thoughts, the what ifs, social media and stuff, you had something you wanted to talk about that was actually really cool, really happy, really fun, right? Yes. What was it? I mean, happy birthday to my wife. She'll be listening to this on Tuesday, so it is legit her birthday on Tuesday. So, Kenzie, I love you. Happy birthday. Now for... Happy birthday, Kenzie. For her birthday, like, she says I'm a good gift giver, and, like, I don't think I am, Mm -hmm. because most of the time I'm like, I have no idea what to get her. So this year I was like, okay, what if I give you a memory as opposed to something you can hold or wear, something like that? So I planned out a day to go downtown, see different things, do stuff like that, because I, I absolutely hate downtown. Yeah. And for some reason I've always thought of, if you do something downtown, it's got to be at night. I forget that like daytime downtown <laughs> exists. exists. Like you can go there during the day; it doesn't right. have to be at night. So that's what I planned out, and we went to this uh, Peace Water Winery, which was a super cool place. Like just the layout and the atmosphere of it was super super cool. And walked down Mass Ave, which I mean, I don't know if you've been to Mass Ave on mm-hmm. in the daylight. There's a lot of cool things there. No, in like, the daylight, you're right. It's, I mean, it's a super cool place, and I think I understand now why so many people, I guess, want to live around there. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, I could never. Like, this kind of traffic, no way. Like, I'm not dealing with that. But still, it's a super cool place. And we went to a Kruger's Tavern, which is a super, like, I don't want to say, like, hipster, but, like, very contemporary, mm-hmm. and, like, uh, it was super nice. 
and then that uh, Sub-Zero ice cream place, which is hella cool. Like, you planned all this. How long did it take you to plan all this? Uh, planning it out, like, I, I was looking, I was thinking of stuff to do, and I'm like, maybe I could take it to an Indians game. And I'm like, my wife does not want to go to a <laughs> fucking baseball Maybe game. I could take her to a car show. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I stopped and like, I looked at myself and I'm just like, why, why would you think that? Oh, and I'm like, funny. all right, I've got to switch it up here. And I was looking at like a, this beer mile, which I am interested in doing. Mm-hmm. Like you go downtown, you get different breweries and stuff and they have like small plates of food that they give you. But it lasts, That's awesome. Yeah. And it lasts six hours long. I'll be I, your wife for that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, that's something that, cause it's like a bunch of craft beers, like dark, heavy beers. Like, yeah. I'm down for that. Me too. And I'm like, Kenzie's not going to do that. She hates craft beer. I'm like, why am I thinking about myself <laughs> on her birthday right now? So then I stumbled and I'm like, okay, what wineries downtown? And then I found one that's like right at the beginning of Mass Ave. And I'm like, cool. I just walked down, looked up different restaurants, which we've been to like Bakersfield before. Uh, found the Kruger's Tavern, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I've never even heard of this place. Like, let's give it a shot. And it was awesome. She loved it. Definitely got like the kudos for putting thought into this Nicely and done, doing yeah. this for me because I know you hate like big crowds, yeah, downtown traffic. Like, I hate all of it, but it was definitely, I enjoyed it. And I you actually did had this a stuff, great right? time, yeah. When did you guys do this? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Woke up at noon. I mean, I thought about telling her to have breakfast beforehand yeah. because we're going straight to a winery. Right. But I didn't because I didn't want to give anything away. And then she got a good little buzz. I mean, good for yeah, her. It was it was it was a good time. So she had a really good time. She did. And today then is her birthday. Technically, yes, for sure. Today is her birthday, and so. You guys are just going to hang out and celebrate the memory that, that you guys made, right? Yeah, probably do stuff. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's for uh, Thunderwolf After Hours, <laughs> our new show. Really, We're going to release a new show. You and uh, you and she will just do that. Yeah, no, we. that sounds really fun, man. That sounds yeah. like a really and I know well thought out gift. You had a fun time last weekend. Yes. Uh, this pottery. I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, friend Skyler, um, she is a uh, pottery artist, and she works at Beach Grove Claywork. I think is is what the name was. Um, and I have done pottery before, but it's now is it like a, a legit like you pedal the thing? Yeah, and you it throw, spins. Yeah, like you throw on the wheel is what it's called. Is it? Um, I I didn't send one. Let me just show you real fast this picture. Those are. Those are the two I made. Little, nice. Little baby, like little chalices. Dude, those look good. That one's, the one on the right is uh-huh. the uh, the second one I made. So it's a little taller, sits a little better than the other one. But first time, you know, I, I was pretty pleased that, with those. That, she, that was, so that was first time? Uh, first time since, I did it in I think 2010 or something like that. Uh, my friend Nick is a potter and he showed me the wheel and I feel like a complete different person than then, but I'm not going to take that away. I have done it once before. Um, but yesterday she showed me how to center, or I guess this was this weekend now. Um, I got to get better at the, that date, yeah. <laughs> the date stuff. Uh, but she, she showed me how to center. She showed me, you know, encouraged what I was doing right, wrong, and then just l- kind of left me alone there. She was working on, on stuff, and I was on another wheel. And so I just got to feeling, you know, the clay, how it works, how it rises. And I started to draw a lot of the similarities from that in baking, like the composition, the chemistry, the rolling, the techniques, the this, the that, how you have to be mindful of your dough to your clay. Like 
so many Man, similarities uh, in it, and it's wow. really cool. And I, I mentioned something, and she said, well, funny, this place used to be a bakery. Used to, that clay shop, that, uh, I guess, studio, it's mm-hmm. a studio, um, used to be a Smitty's Bakery. Wow. And I just thought, how how neat that yeah. those two things are so similar. So I was, I've never done it myself, mm-hmm. but like I could watch videos of people making pottery with their oh, hands. Like, it's incredible. It's it, so it's fascinating. Yeah. And they, those videos, holy shit. Like, I I worked for like four hours on those two <laughs> things, and I messed up two whole blocks of clay, just shoddy work on some of them, pushed too deep, too far, yeah. pushed it just a little bit, and boom, it's off center now. There's nothing. You don't have anything. So the dexterity, the practice, the discipline is so important in that in that skill, in that art. And uh, she's, you know, one of her friends moving out, um, moving out of state. So I wanted to... I wanted to explore and be in that world of art with her mm. as an as an artist in that environment saying, let me see you in your art. Yeah. And so she was really kind. Let me uh, come in there and um, we used her clay and then we built those things. So now they're awesome. now they're drying. They go in through bone dry. Uh, I'm reciting these from memory from what I learned <laughs> on Saturday. Bone dry. You let it air out. Then you bisque fire. So you fire it through the kiln once. Um, you get it nice and hard, and that's what she said. <laughs> then you glaze it. I picked out a couple glazes, who I'm I'm really hoping those come out nicely because I wanted these to be my wine glasses <laughs> that I'll just carry <laughs> them around. Um, they're gonna be heavy as shit, but uh, the glaze them and then you fire them again, and then you have the completed thing if everything goes right. So really excited. Should see those maybe in about a week or so. And then I'll have, you know, mason jars for my milk and then a handmade chalice for Boom. my uh, wine drinking. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You've never done it? I never have. I mean, I, d- I think I was in, like, what, fourth grade or something when you do, like, the little art class. Pinch you, pot. Yeah, you make your mom, like, some piece of shit. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. Like, that, that was the last. Here's an ashtray for my non-smoking <laughs> mom. Here <laughs> you go. It's just She's a pinch like, bowl. What, what am I going to make? I think I made, like, a... <laughs> I think I made like a nightstand, just like a, a tray thing, yeah. like just put like coins in or like yeah. rings or something. But like it was, it was terrible. But I would love to do that. Would be what you fun. did. That yeah, would be, that would be fun. That would be something fun. I know. Uh, I know they're leaving soon, um, and I know I, I met the guy who was the uh, the artist at the, I guess lead artist artist. Uh, resident artist, I think, is what it said on the board. If I'm remembering that picture, his name was Nathan. Nice guy. Uh, he runs, I guess, the show there. Um, and she said, if you know, you want to go back and do anything again, contact him. So maybe that's something that we have, you know, in the future, some date to go do a pop up class or yeah. something, just to go. Yeah, I tried that once. Like, wow, that was really cool. Or yeah, especially after you know doing that for Kenzie's birthday, I, I'm one that is very, I'm comfortable where i'm comfortable yeah and i stick to that but after last weekend man i'm kind of like well i want to try some new stuff yeah. i want to do something different here's one oh here's one maybe you are you about to manipulate one. me into something yeah <laughs> i really like this new attitude of trying new things i want you to try to imagine that the world is round <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting Fuck that, you. were you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Fuck that's yeah. really funny. Now I'm going to cough because I've Ooh. been sick this last week. So now anytime I laugh real hard. <coughs> Sorry I'm going to challenge you on the opposite. Okay. All right. That the world I, is, is flat. flat. I just, I mean, what if? Let's go make clay, uh, flat clay worlds. Yeah. This is Flat Clay World by Calvin and Jacob. We're going to paint it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be beautiful, man. But I love it already. I really like the idea of trying new things. I think that sounds a lot of fun. And I think I I really enjoy doing that too, of going, here's what I know, here's what I like, Mm -hmm. but also let me set some time away to try some new things. Right. To go, yeah, I like that a lot, or I hate that. But at least I have an opinion. Right. And it's not like in my life, I'm like, man, I need something new. It's just like this. When I go to restaurants, I get the same thing every time, no matter where I go. Autos Camporio. And it's, well. Every Mexican restaurant. Yes. Everyone. Everywhere. Yep. Like anywhere else, chicken tenders. (laughs) Call me a five-year-old. I don't care. It's hard to mess up chicken tenders. I've seen people mess up steaks, so I don't order a steak. Oh, it's man. hard to mess up chicken tenders. I hate being. And if your chicken one. tenders are terrible, yeah. then your restaurant's probably terrible. You know, that's seriously solid point. The last <laughs> yeah. three times I think I've gone out with people who have gotten steak, something somewhere has been wrong on them. Yep. Uh, I just eat the you know the bloody meat, oh, raw steak. Bla- I want to try black oh. and blue sometimes. Some real French cooking. Some black and blue. I guess anybody can make that. I guess not just the French, but. Yeah. Some I so heard. You know, Charlie <laughs> has a black and blue salad. Is it black and blue steak on the cha- on mm-hmm. salad? Oh, that's awesome. That's what Kenzie got a couple of weeks ago, and it was oh boy, it was it was a bloody mess. Yeah, she went a medium rare, and it was definitely on the rare side. I couldn't even look at the plate. I'm that kind of person. Like, oh, I love it. Oh. You take the roll, and then you sop up the fat and the blood. I'm gonna try to get you to. Uh, nope. I can't, dude. I cannot. No, try to get I you to throw up. Not, oh, okay. to, not no. to look at it. Oh. I didn't. I used to like, I please burn the hell out of my food, please. Yep. That was me as a kid. And then I don't know what changed. I never, I don't know. I just you one day it was like, man, I love this. This is delicious. Just And then it started with like, yeah, give me that, uh, give me that medium instead of well. And everyone, really? You want to try that? Oh. And then it was, give me medium rare. And I was give me the fucking steak. I want it. I want it moving. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I'm I'm becoming someone else. Yeah, but it's just, it's so delicious. Nah, I can't. I'm not a big steak guy in general, though. Yeah, because I'm a texture eater. I can't yeah. do like the gristle or the fat or anything like that. Like, You're nope. a chicken tendies guy. Do you call it chicken tendies? Do you say give me the chicken tendies with the chalky milk? <laughs> chalky milk. <laughs> no. Go the whole I way. I usually man. try to be a little grown up when I order it. Like, uh, <coughs> uh, chicken tenders, please. I am a uh, chicken tender aficionado. And can I, can I some fries? the texture of these chicken nuggets. <laughs> Do you like chicken nuggets, too? Yes. I don't oh, know yeah. if it was just like the, the breast, the nope. tendies. The For all those people listening out there, where's the best place to get chicken tenders? Chicken tendies, your favorite ones. Ooh. Where can you get them? Well, it depends on what you're talking about. Like restaurant, fast food, or are you just saying uh, anywhere? Don't matter. Anywhere. I want to hear your top, your top experience with chick. It's a good point. I mean, somebody who gets chicken tenders every time from every place would probably have a preference of what the top chicken tenders restaurant is. Right off the top of my head, Burger King has great chicken tenders. No shit. Or chicken nugget. They call them tenders or yeah. a little elongated nuggets super fire those are your favorite which least favorite 
Probably McDonald's. Yeah? If I'm going that route, I'd, uh, there's something about them. They're not good. There's a, uh, I'm going to share with you a, a, a video. I think it was this week they posted it. Good Mythical Morning, a channel I like to watch on YouTube sometimes, uh, just did. They do like these challenges and these like guess it games and fun channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a chicken nugget or chicken tenders one where they are blindfolded and then they have like a chicken tender and then they take a bite and they go, wow, I really like that one. Or no, that one's not good. And then they have to guess where they're from, which would be. I think fun just on a personal level, yeah. <laughs> not even here uh, necessarily, but something later down the way to to explore too. A little that fun game. Fun. Oh yeah, that'd be neat. That'd be fun because I want to see your chicken tender. I I I would say that I could it's do like, that like with like whiskey, but it would be a lie, and I just wouldn't like a bunch of whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd be uh, like, I'll just make stuff up and get <laughs> exactly. I mean, you get like you, you just would, get you would end up tenders. getting shit faced. Uh huh. That would be fun. I think that's the game. That's the new version of it. Let's do it. We talked about some pretty heavy stuff today. Social media influence uh, from death and the future demise of all of humanity to some really fun things like the exciting stuff that you did with... uh, Have you said her name on on here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Kinsey. Okay. I, I even said that too. With Kinsey, happy birthday again. It sounded like you guys had a really fun time. Uh, then we talked chicken tenders. That was exciting. Uh, so that's the show. Next week's guest is Diablo Ooh. from the Diablo video games. Did you ever play any of those? I did. Cool. Well, be here because Diablo's coming, bringing all the uh, the demons from hell as well. Hell yeah. Uh, merchandise is out. We have that available currently. I'm wearing one. Teespring.com slash Thunderwolf Pod. That's T E E Spring dot com slash thunderwolf pod calvin is the first man to have purchased one Woo. is wearing one now looks fucking great on it yeah fits nice like true to size so if you have any of those i don't know if i should get a medium or large or yeah. large or xl always true to size yeah true to size yep. yours fits it looks great looks like you have a little room not like big no uh it's, it's uh, hanes it's isn't nice. it yeah nice shirt quality the the ink looks great. We have Tagless. a Thunderwolf. Uh, Thunderwolf. We're, uh, Mark, I'm sorry. I don't know what to call it besides logo. Teach me. Send me a message. Art. We have our Thunderwolf art. Thunderwolf logo art. I'll, <laughs> that's my compromise. <laughs> um, so those are out. We've got uh, T-shirts, hoodies. We got leggings. Did you see that? I did see that. Beach towels. It's coming up to the summertime, folks. Pillows. Or it's just raining nonstop. So either way, a towel will be handy. <laughs> Uh, pillows, throw pillows, those look great. Socks. I want the tank top. The tank top did look good. I think the tank top's going to be real nice. I'm going to be out there fishing for bass, getting some big cats, reeling in a carp, and someone's going to go, hey, what's that wolf on your shirt? And I'll say, "Woo! it's Thunderwolf, <laughs> baby. We, <laughs> we've got merchandise out. Buy it all. Support our show. We want to thank Magic Squirrel Network for, um, for hosting us. Uh, we partner with Magic Squirrel Network, an independent network who uh, helps promote, especially in this over-saturated uh, climate with podcasters, gamers, vloggers, etc. Um, they're helping us get our name out there. And that's what's going to be at the end of our show after our outro music, the promo for Diabolical Index, another show on Magic Squirrel. Check out that link. Uh, eventually, we'll have one of theirs, too. And we go through and cycle out all the different shows in our community, try to get everybody exposure, try to share everybody's word. Um, usually 
Shane does this, but again, since he is dead, Facebook Thunderwolf Podcast, check us out. I've been really trying to drive the uh, media on there. Uh, send us links, tag us in posts, uh, DM us, comment memes, whatever you want to do, because um, we are wanting to support the AI and the uh, social media influence. We're right there with you. We, you know, we talk a lot about it. Talked a lot of shit today about it, but. You know, what else are we going to do? So this is us burning the Kaepernick jersey. This is us writing an Instagram poll. We're part of it. Follow us on Facebook, Thunderwolf Podcast. Instagram, Thunderwolf underscore podcast. Twitter, Thunderwolf Pod. Just like Teespring. Uh, Time's up. Goodbye. Beware your human heart. This is Lucy, and I'm here to recommend the Diabolical Index, where the pages of the uncanny reside. Tune in Monday nights when my daddy talks about weird and scary books and sometimes talks to interesting people about their writing, too. You might learn something, but you could fall asleep. His voice can put you in a a trance. Anyway, check out the Diabolical Index Monday nights. Only a Magic Girl Network.